0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing and critique, Milwaukee Magazine's Ann Christensen and little old me, DJ Tariq, aka The Architect. So on this week's edition of This Bites, we got a lot of things to cover including a really cool pop-up featuring Hmong cuisine that's happening at Bray's. Also, there's a sake seminar happening at at Rumpus Room, a new West Indies restaurant coming to uh, Walker's Point and more. But let's kick it off with this Hmong pop-up, And What's the deal?
1: Uh, This is a really cool restaurant takeover that's um, happening at Bray's Restaurant down in Walker's Point. Um, A chef from Minneapolis or Minneapolis-St. Paul area named Yevang is coming in and he's doing a pop-up menu. It's a family-style dinner. This is Tuesday, February 25th from 5 to 9. I think this is one of those things that should definitely be on a lot of people's radar. Um, There's about uh, probably close to 10 dishes on this pop-up menu. Everything from um, smoked mung barbecue pork, whole grilled striped bass with a smoked tomato chili, whole tribe chicken that's half or whole, mung sausage, there's various vegetables and these are all going to be served with uh purple sticky rice, mama vang's hot sauce and the tiger bite hot sauce which i think in Hmong cuisine hot the hot sauces are really key. Yeah. You've got the rice, you've got the proteins, you've got the vegetables and then you've it's got kind that of the sauce. sweet
0: sour kind of uh palate and that hot sauce um uh, it's very flavorful, very like you taste like the fresh chilies, like mm-hmm. the fish sauce the like it's just a a potent flavorful uh, hot sauce, so I was checking out this um his papa he's done he's been doing a lot of pop ups across the midwest, mainly in the twin Cities area called again, Union Hmong kitchen, and I went to the website and I'm just like looking and just salivating over these images like this is looks like a Hmong style hot dog mm-hmm. that's on this page or maybe the sausage, and that looks. Amazing. I mean, I, I'm i just looking at all this stuff. Apparently, he also does classes. Um, he's currently um, running a Kickstarter for his restaurant called, I'm assuming how to pronounce it, Vinay, that will be opened up in the Twin Cities. But he also does Kamayan feasts, which is kind of uh, similar to what uh, Meat on the Street does. Uh huh. That type of meal where you, eat with where you your can hands. eat with your hands. yeah. So, Mon Cuisine also has a got a version of it. Um, I'm just going to look over this menu that's not part of this pop-up. The menu he normally serves in uh Minneapolis. He has taro chips, which for like a cilantro aioli. He has a, a a pho special, weekly pho special, the purple sticky rice, which you mentioned before, which it seems like it were probably a very part of almost every meal. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. Um he has a root, vegetable, curry. Um, so and this sociable feast he does, which you have to uh, make a reservation for an advance. Serves 8 to 10. So it sounds like a cool little party, like an event. So that social feast includes a one pound fried shrimp, one pound ribeye steak, one pound barbecue pork, one whole fish, three pound whole chicken, sin noodles, sticky wow. rice, roasted vegetables, the tiger bite sauce. It would be nice to bring him back to do that, that kind of feast. Yeah. But, uh, but also he's on um PBS show.
1: He's got a PBS show, yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know if it's actually on right now, but um, it's a, because it's a new show, and it's called Relish, and apparently yeah. it's been picked up by, by PBS.
0: Okay. And um, and so for those who are not uh, familiar, like, there's also some Hmong cuisine also in Milwaukee. Jackie's Cafe. Yeah, they
1: have a Also Hmong. have
0: a kind of a Hmong buffet. Buffet,
1: yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. And most people
0: don't realize, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota has the, uh, one of the largest population of, uh,
1: among immigrants, among
0: immigrants, I think second and second and third to um, California. Yeah. So again, this pop up takes place
1: on the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. That's next Tuesday week. night, right? Yeah. At Braze. And you got to make a reservation yes. to do that.
0: So we'll post a link and all that over at our website at RadioMilwaukee.org dot org for all the details. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this bites with uh, an update about a Sherman Phoenix restaurant, Funky Fresh Spring Rolls. Also a seminar on one of my favorite beverages, sake and more. We'll be right back.
1: Support for This Bite comes from your membership and Society Insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of society's coverages as well as risk prevention tips are available at societyinsurance.com. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride.
0: Now we're back. We're gonna continue our conversation about uh, Sherman Phoenix. Sherman Phoenix, mm-hmm. really cool spot over in the Sherman Park neighborhood. Uh, Funky Fresh Spring Rolls is one of the vendors over there. Some news about I saw over on his Facebook page early this week about they're they're
1: they're getting big.
0: They're kind of rolling yeah. out some new. They things. need they
1: need more space at yeah. the Sherman so Phoenix. Rolling what doing. I like that. Yeah.
0: So it looks like a new, new space. So, you know, Funky Fresh Spring Rolls started out just doing these really healthy grilled uh, rolls with a, uh, healthy ingredients. They're kind of expanding their menu. Uh, and to accommodate that, they're expanding their space in the Sherman Phoenix, which looks like it's going to happen sometime in March. Part of that, besides the normal spring rolls, is going to have a, a variety of Funky Fresh Burgers. Then they're going to do kind of this Kudoba style hot bar. But instead of like a burrito, it's going to be a quinoa bar. So you get the quinoa bowl, and you build your uh-huh. own kind of a kind of bowl with these healthy grains, a variety of greens, and protein. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Again, that's going to happen at Funky Fresh Spring Rolls at the Sherman Phoenix. Next up is uh, this Sunday. It's a big day this Sunday. What's happening? Yeah, the, it's, what's so big about this okay, Sunday? Okay,
1: it's Fred Usinger Day, and if you don't know Fred Usinger, you do not know Milwaukee. You have to. I mean, you really need to. Go visit Usinger's Sausage Shop on mm. Old World 3rd Street. Um, it's, it's They're celebrating their 140th year in Milwaukee. and um, So there's a couple different things going on. One is on Sunday, um, you can head over to the Old German Beer Hall and while supplies last from 10 to 8, they're giving away a free Usinger Sausage to each person who comes mm. in. So um, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal. Um, And then also the whole 140th anniversary means that the Usinger store, which is across the street from the old German beer hall, are in the process actually of doing specials on brats, kielbasa, deli meats, Braunschweiger, which is liver sausage, summer sausage, and all of these different things. Um, They're not open on Sunday, but they are open every other day of the week. So they're doing all these specials. Also, if you go to Usinger's, you really should check out their seconds table it there's nothing. These are just like cosmetically, you know. It's it's like it's a it's a table of meats that maybe just don't look as perfect as other ones. <laughs> yeah. And they're discounted because of that. Oh. But they're no like the,
0: less delicious. Kind of like the whole concept of the ugly fruits and vegetables. Exactly. Kind of thing. Like, right. You know, we're there's nothing to be, wrong with them. To be they more just, sustainable and yep. Um, produce. Not less. gonna waste, waste
1: that them. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh,
0: next is uh, a seminar about one of my favorite beverages. I've been trying to, I've been a kind of a, a Milwaukee ambassador for it, and, and it's uh, sake. Do you like sake? Anne?
1: You know, I haven't had really good sake. I need, I need a sake seminar.
0: Sake seminar, yeah. So uh, on March tenth, Rumpus Room, not normally known for sake, uh, doing a seminar with sake samurai monica samuels so they're like saki it's a lot of s's yeah so uh just to give you a background on monica samuels she's kind of like the sommelier of saki uh based in new york so she's coming in i've been watching all these videos of her talking about saki really cool stuff uh so she's coming um to uh host this seminar but uh she's um oh t- she won the title of Saki Samurai and Samurai, I can't even say this, so many S's.
1: Saki Samurai. Title
0: of Saki Samurai, I can't say it. Say it.
1: She won the title of Saki Samurai.
0: Samurai, okay. In 2017, I don't know why I can't say it, it's too many, I overloaded on S's. So it's kind of like this award is the prestigious award about people who uh, get awarded who are big advocates Of sake
1: so they're advocates are they also experts
0: they're advocates and experts but I think it's more about based off the the website it's more about advocacy and champion this beverage uh, made from rice and she won in 2017 and she's kind of the sommelier based in New York and really preaches the gospel of sake which I'm already in love Mm. So, so on March 10th Rumpus Room is bringing her in for this sake seminar on uh, March 10th at Rumpin's Room. And it also includes uh, four sake tastings with uh, prepared appetizers from executive chef Andrew Kozer and his team. Don't know what the appetizers will be, but I'm assuming it be if it complements the the variety of sakes that's happening. So if you want to uh, learn more about sake, this is your opportunity to learn from an expert on March 10th. I have, so like... I used to be a. I still am a big fan of Nugrori. You know what Neguri sake is?
1: I've heard of it. Yes. So
0: it's basically unfiltered. It's kind of this cloudy yeah. little sweetness. I've never yes. really.
1: I've never partaken of yeah. it though.
0: So I've been a big fan of that since since in my early DC when I was in DC years years ago. Um, but yeah, I was. I don't know why. I love sake. Just it's. I think it's underrated. I think you make some good cocktails with it as well. And maybe it's going to have its day. In the, in, in the light, in the mainstream. Who knows? Anyway, March 10th, the Sake Seminar with Sake Samurai, Monica Samuels. That Whoa. Was, that was satisfying. That was good. <laughs> Next, uh, interesting. Um, there'll be a new restaurant to option for Caribbean food happening uh, very, very soon in uh, potentially March or April uh, added of the Milwaukee landscape Mobe Cafe Is coming to Walker's Point It's replacing the uh, former place of uh, Chez Jacques And Cochina's uh, 1022 the, uh, Mexican, It's a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. right Space over here in Walker's Point And um, Mobe of course refers to Jamaica's Montego Bay There's a lot of Mobe uh, Caribbean restaurants named Mobe Across the country I was googling There's one in South Carolina There's one used to be in New York So it's a common name for a restaurant. So, again, located at 1022 South 1st Street. Um, I think they they recently had a, uh, are about to have a soft opening, at least according to this story. Um, But uh, just looking at the details, they'll be serving lunch and dinner Tuesday through Saturdays and plan to have a brunch on Sundays, serving American breakfast items as well as Caribbean dishes, including banana pancakes, Jamaican Kal- Kalaloo, which is seasoned greens with a with a boiled or fried dumpling, there will be takeout and delivery as well. Um, so be on a lookout for that. All right. So it's not just Jamaican, but a variety of kind of Caribbean, Caribbean West Indian dishes. Yeah,
1: interesting.
0: Uh, finally, there's some news about Cafe Grace. Over yeah, in the, what's the... over
1: in the Mayfair Collection, Cafe Grace is uh, or has been the. Um, French restaurant that opened in the Mayfair collection, kind of the fanciest of all the restaurants that opened out there Mm -hmm. and initially when those um, when those opened um, the Bartolotta restaurant group was involved in managing them but that was sort of a temporary sort of thing and um Phoenix Hospitality, which was the is the management company, they've been running it for quite a while. Um but so it, it seems like they're gonna be making some changes over there. Cafe Grace is gonna close and it's gonna be replaced by a southern Italian restaurant, um, truly Italian kitchen. Um and it's uh this is something that that was announced by the operator phoenix hospitality um just this week so but i guess cafe grace is still open right now this kind of uh this this new italian place truly is supposed to open in may um they're gonna you know redecorate it um that sort of thing um and the restaurant i guess is is known for like you know Abundant portions of classic pasta, pasta dishes at an approachable price point <laughs> for lunch and dinner. Now we're definitely seeing this trend toward pasta lately. You know, we've been—I t- feel like we've been yeah. talking about pasta lately In a lot. A world lot.
0: of keto diets and yeah, uh, it's quite interesting. Diets. Yeah, the backlash.
1: Maybe. I mean some of these places that we're seeing are, you know, they're they're making pastas from scratch and then you're able to sort of build your pasta dish from that. Um I don't know that this is something that that this restaurant actually does, but um uh so but I, I just think that's a really interesting thing. And um Osgoods uh Apparently, I mean, I don't know if you remember Osgoods, which was the um, another one of the restaurants yeah, that was vaguely, out. in the, Yeah, that is actually no longer in operation too. So it kind a lot of, of changes over there. I know, in that col- and
0: Mayfair Collection.
1: Yeah, and it um, it, it's just interesting, kind of like how restaurants in developments like that, you know, commercial developments that have other, you know, have, have retail stores. How mm. do these actually? You know how how do they become profitable, and mm. how do Especially they' the a-
0: age of the declining mall, yeah,
1: right? yeah, and I mean it's not a mall in the same sense of it's not an indoor mall at oh. all it's an outdoor one, but still, like how mm. are they and there's so many of them, how mm. do they? You know, how do they get people out there to, yes, to darn millennials?
0: Millennials out there.
1: I guess <laughs> the articles
0: like blame millennials for this, blame millennials. Oh, is for that,
1: that is that what it is? So we can just there's, blame millennials. Yeah, for that, there's
0: articles like blame. There was an article about blame millennials for the declining mall, blame Generation Z, or like for all the things that we grew up with that are going away. These headlines are like it's the millennials' fault, hmm. which you know I don't know if that's a truth statement. I can blame millennials for a lot of other things, but I don't know about that.
1: You like to blame, to blame millennials oh, yeah. for things. Yeah.
0: I'm a grumpy old man.
1: Right, yeah. so I'm a kind of surprised that you aren't interested in, in blaming them for because yeah, I can blame
0: but... them for something else. I got other things to blame them for. So. Yeah. Okay,
1: alright, <laughs> that's valid.
0: We're kidding, we're just kidding. No yeah, nobody. we're absolutely
1: kidding. So, anyway.
0: Well that is uh, this week's edition of This Bites. If you like to hear the entire episode, uh, read all the and find all the links to all the things we talked about. Head over to our website at radiomilwaukee.org/slash This Bites. This Bites is edited by the one and only Kitty Perez. Handcrafted Sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at radiomilwaukee.org/slash This Bites. Find us on iTunes, NPR, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. Most people think I'm a 10 out of 10 and is (laughs) at 11 out of 10. So just to give you some guidelines and benchmarks. Anyway, just kidding. And as always, y'all stay hungry.
1: And keep the malort cold. Have a great weekend. And add a chaser of sake. Oh, yeah. Yeah.